Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke, to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. Hey everybody, we are excited today because we have Annie F. Downs here who wrote this amazing book, Taste of Fun, which I just read in about two days. I'm excited to chat about some of this. And she is the certified fun coach. So really excited to dive in, talk about some... Certified by myself, you understand? (laughs) Certified in-house. I like it. We need an organization to kind of handle this. We need presidents. So, yeah, that's right. So, Annie, I'm a three with a four somewhere in there. So, between you two sevens, I'm just going to try to hang on. Maybe I'll turn the notch up a little bit, see if I can get closer to seven range. But anyway, for anybody who doesn't know, Annie is a New York Times bestselling author, speaker, just all around super fun person. We're excited just to chat today. Yeah. And she has a whole bunch of books and podcasts with the name fun in them. So, you can probably just Google yeah. fun book or fun podcast and find her. Yeah. So, kind of the angle we want to take today, if you're listening to this podcast wondering why, are these financial people talking about having fun? The fourth part in our book is enjoy all you can. And it is a super important part of life. Not every decision in life needs to be based on whether or not it's financially the best thing. So we want you to tell us, start off with a bang. Tell us why do you think having fun in life is so important? Well, I'm going to give you an example that I think are just going to adore. So when I meet with my financial planner, (laughs) when we sat down the first time, I was like, Hey, listen, here's what I'm willing to do. I'm willing to save and invest this much money. And I gave him the number. And I said, the number right after that, I get to do whatever I want. (laughs) And I was like, and that window of money, I get to do whatever I want with. And then we'll start saving again and the cycle will begin again. And I was like, I have to know. When it comes to money and to finances, it obviously is important. We have to be, I want to be a good steward of what God has trusted me with, mm-hmm. but money is not my favorite currency. Yeah, It's a currency that matters. It's not my personal favorite yeah. currency. Yeah. Time, experiences, mm. people, yep. way more interesting currencies to me. But when it comes to finances and why it matters that we have fun, is that even it, I was talking to someone recently about grief and I'll put finances and grief in similar categories of level of interest for what I put my time to. But even whales, even the deepest diving whales have got to come up to the surface or they cannot live. Yeah. Yep. And so when you are thinking about your finances and saving and spending and being yep. responsible, at some point you have to come up and it's not even a reward or a punishment. It is just a deep breath of going like, Hey, this $20 this week, we get to do whatever we want. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a million, right? I mean, y'all teach this. It doesn't have to be a million dollars that you play with. Play with $20 this week and and you'll realize, man, I'm willing to save more next week or double down next week because I so enjoyed having that $20 fun money this week. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that sets us apart from a lot of other financial experts is that it is such an important part because I know that for someone married to someone like Linda, like we could have never made any financial progress had we not made that part of the discussion. Totally. We had big rewards. Like we're paying off our debt. We'd pay off a $200 credit card balance and then we'd go spend $100 going out to dinner. 
but we needed yeah. to do that in order to move forward. And so totally. that yes. was what needed to happen. And so it's such an important thing. Yes, that's right. Because otherwise it's just like, okay, I checked off all the responsible things. And by the time you get to the last check, another responsible thing has been added yes. to the list. And that is when I drive my car into the ocean and start a new life, right? Like I'm like, I hate everything. Let me do something fun. I hate all this. And so if there's always this like rhythm, again, I, I don't like to think of fun as a reward. I like to think of it as a healthy rhythm in my life. How we handle our food, how we handle our money, how we handle our sleep, how we yeah. handle our bodies and how we handle our fun. It's spirit, soul and body, right? Like, are you doing the things that make you the healthiest? Yes. And I think fun is a really valuable one of those things we go, okay, well, I am working out. And I yeah. am eating right for my body. I also am going to go get on my inflatable kayak this afternoon because it's fun. Yeah. And yeah. that's going to make me healthy too. Yeah. That's so good. We have an inflatable kayak. Ew. We need to get one the best, right? Yeah, it's great. Wait, where, tell me where y'all live. We're just down the road. We're in Franklin. Okay, well, listen, let's go to Percy Brady. Let's go. I love it. Let's get our inflatable kayak. <laughs> yeah, I've taken my eight-year-old out a few times. Like, I couldn't believe it. It's It actually works. Like, it holds water. Yeah. I mean, it holds air. doesn't hold water. keeps the water out. Is that, you know? But no, we didn't. Yeah, my first that. ride, I wasn't very smart because I blew it up and put it in the water and got in without... This is... You live with a seven. You get this so hard, Bob. I blew it up. I got in the water and I was like, this... I didn't do this right. This is I didn't look to see if I like, so now I'm like, I need to blow it up one time in my living room yeah. and figure out how much air it needs and then put it on the water. But yeah. classic awesome. Annie of like, get it on the water first and then we'll figure out how to well, make yeah, it. There's all these, like, I think mine had five or six different pockets they had to fill with air. Yeah. So, Yes, yeah, it makes sense. Oh no! <laughs> All right, so I want to ask you about something because you know a big part of what we do here and our mission and call in life is to give and to give on significant levels. That's like what we've dreamed about. Yeah. We want to give away millions of dollars. Okay. Yeah. So giving is such an important part of what we're doing, and I grew up hating giving because I always felt like mm -hmm. there it was a sense of obligation, sense of I have to do this, sense of of course no fun. You know, like Jesus yeah. said, it's more blessed to give than receive. I thought he was just being foolish and he'd never gotten a good gift yeah. or something. Never gotten a good gift. Yeah. Like it just made no sense to me at all. So I'm curious for you, like, cause I discovered, we both discovered that giving has now become like our favorite thing to do, but been that way because we found ways to make it fun and we found ways to make giving something that's really exciting. So that helped us achieve or move in the direction of a really important goal for us. So I'm curious for you, have you observed that there are things in your life where it's like, this is who I want to become. These are things that I want to achieve yeah. and that fun has helped you get there. Yeah, totally. I mean, even when I think about giving, one of the reasons I love that money isn't my favorite currency is I don't feel attached to it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, we're not going to let money be the thing that keeps anybody from doing the thing they want to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Whether it's fun or whether it's on mission or whether it's getting out of poverty. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Money's not going to be the thing that stops us. Yeah. And so if I've got some money and that's what you need to get done, the thing you want to do that sounds fun to you. Let's go. Like the Lord, yeah. this is it about the Lord, right, Bob? The thing about the Lord is like, if we will work hard, the Lord and I both have a job here. Yeah, right? exactly. So if I will work hard and keep working and it's a cycle, I'm not going to stop making money in my job yeah. as far as I can see. Now I'm saving for an emergency, all the things, all the things. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, hey, listen, money's going to come and go for the rest of our lives. Being generous is one of the most fun things we get to do because when people have been generous to me and allowed me to be a part of something fun with them, you're like, how can I do this for so? I mean, it's yeah. a little bit addicting. Oh, yeah. To be like, oh, exactly. look, 
that money's gone and I don't care. And I'll tell you, the reason I learned that, Bob, is I used to teach elementary school. Mm-hmm. And in the transition from elementary school teaching to this full-time job, I had about a four-year window where I did not make a lot of money. Yeah. And in fact, I wasn't paying attention. I was just shocking neither of y'all. I was just like, do I have enough for this month? Do I have enough yeah. for this month? Do I have it a little bit? That's really tough. Yeah. This is like in 2009. And I get to the end of the year. My dad's a CPA. I get to the end of the year and do my taxes. And he's like, $18,000, Annie? And I was like, are you, are you kidding? And he was like, you made $18,000 this year. How did you survive? And I thought, I actually don't know. Number one. Number two, I thought back through the year and I thought, oh, it's because on Sunday nights, we all ate dinner together and everybody brought one thing. And it's because that family let me eat dinner with them once a week. And it it was all because of generosity. And so then I went, oh, at some point when I have a job again, whatever the next job is, which ended up being this. And at that point, I was like, do I need to go back to teaching? You know, you think you're not making money as a teacher till you're not making money as a waitress at a restaurant. And so that just made being generous easier because I recognized that I survived financially at a time where I shouldn't have because of other people's generosity. And that is so fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. No, I know. It's so rich. It's just kind of been one of our absolute favorite things through all that. But yes. it's really cool to hear your side of that. And I mean, you came on like very much saying that, you know, I don't have a lot of ad financially, but through the book, like I've noticed you very much are be wise, like have fun, but yeah. don't go into a ton of debt to do it. And I'm just That's curious, right. like, how do you balance that in your own life? You know, because you are a seven, yes. presumably very driven by fun, just like Lynn yes. is. And so how do yes. you personally balance that and make some of those tough decisions for yourself? Well, part of it is I have a little, I mean, if I'm telling you the whole truth, I have a little bit easier life because I'm not married yet, don't have kids yet. And so there really isn't anyone else I have to run my money by. But I have set up a system because I'm I'm really responsible to the people who work with me. I feel a high level responsibility to my employees. And I'm like, well, I can't blow through all this money doing something fun because their ability to be generous is dependent on my responsibility. Yeah. Right. And I want my people to be really generous Mm -hmm. with their time and with their money. And so I have to be responsible with my time and my money. So that's part of it is that I have employees that depend on me being responsible. Yeah. And the other part is that it really is not fun to be upside down financially because you feel trapped. <laughs> that's right? true. And, that's, and true. that's what everybody in some way or another does not enjoy feeling trapped. For Enneagram 7s particularly, it's do not trap me in this pain. Yeah. But everybody has an emotional jail that they don't want to be in. Yeah. And for me, if I'm upside down financially and I'm not paying attention and I get behind, well, that actually is trapping me from getting to do what I want to do next. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little bit easier to say small no's so that I don't have to say big no's down the road. Yeah. We didn't come from Silver Spoon growing up type of thing. We were both very, very broke. We understand the feeling of being broke and it not being fun. And that yeah. honestly was so much of my motivation and because I'm not a full-blown seven like you guys. I'm learning. I'm trying to let you rub off on me. But that was always a big motivator for me. Like, I love how you said that, like the little no or the little yes, however you word it, yeah. to get the big yeah. one. Because that's what it was. That's what longer term thinking is. And I think it's just part of maturity is realizing, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. I can say no to some small things in order to be able to get some bigger things later. Yeah. Or say yes to the big thing. So I just finished like what I called the best summer ever. There were a lot of concerts and a lot of trips. And I knew before I started, hey, Annie, you're getting to say yeses this summer that are going to require no's in the fall. 
Yeah. Right. And so it can be either way. Yeah. But because I knew I had some big yeses in the summer, I went ahead and it is maturity. I mean, I'm 42. So it's certainly at this point, <laughs> please, Lord, learn how to say no to some things. <laughs> right. And so and so because of that, I go, OK, with all the currencies that matter to me, yeah. I got to say yes with a lot of currencies this summer, with time, with finances, with friends that will require me saying no in the future. Yeah. And what I'll have to say to myself is, hey, that chat book you made of all the pictures from this summer, go look at that again. Because that was the yes that's making this be a no, and that is okay. Yeah. I'm curious, in a job that you don't want to do, so I, I was telling Bob, since you are a fan of Mary Poppins, in every oh, job all the Mary Poppins done, all throughout the book. I'm like, all right. There's an element of yeah. fun. You find the fun and yes. snap the job's game, right? So how do you find the fun in the things that you don't want to do? Yeah, I mean, part of it is you just have to be a person who does things you don't want to do. <laughs> because I think a lot of times people think, oh, well, if it's going to be fun, then I can erase the responsibility or the pain mm -hmm. or the grieving or the heart. Mm -hmm. And that's not it. It is the Mary Poppins theme of can you somehow gamify any part of this? Right. So even this morning, I was fun coaching someone and she lost her mom recently. Oh. And she said, I want to go through and make a bucket list of all the things my mom and I wanted to do that we didn't get to do. And what we spent the whole time talking about was, are you willing to feel pain in the joy? And are you willing to feel joy even if there's pain? Yeah. A lot of times people yeah. have learned, a lot of my friends have learned like, oh, even in this joy, there's going to be some sadness. That's yeah. kind of the easier one. The harder one is, oh man, even in this sadness, I'm allowed to feel joy. Yeah. I mean, scripture says, even in laughter, the heart may ache. Mm. Even in heartache, there may be laughter. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so it's holding both of those things. So in a job that is not fun, in a season that is a lot of pain or suffering, it is doing the little fun things. It is a 30-minute block in your week. Someone yesterday, a teacher who's trying to help her staff have a really good year, I said, what if it is as simple as this is the year y'all find the best guacamole in your town? <laughs> what if? What if that's it? All you got to do is find the best guacamole. I you love can go that. once a month, you can go once a week. So it's finding yeah. these little things. I had to go to the bank for something else. And I thought I should just get a couple of $10 bills and on Friday after work, hand them to my coworkers and go, hey, just do something fun this weekend that's $10. Yeah. And it may not get them real far, but it can get them to a movie and it I can get them to well, so guys thinking. for their family. And I think that's, that's right. so important. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Just thinking about fun is a good step. So Linda, that's part of it is going like, okay, this part of my job I don't love. How can I have fun? So when I meet with my financial planner, not my favorite part of my life, <laughs> but his office is next to Prothy Monkey, there which go. is a coffee shop here. It's yeah. actually the one right by y'all in Franklin. Yeah. And so my promise to myself is, hey, when you go to this meeting, you also get to go into the frothy monkey that you really like. Yeah. And so it's just finding those little, again, gamification or adding a little bit of fun where you may not find it otherwise. Yeah. It helps lead to a healthier life. Mm -hmm. All right. So you mentioned kayaking. I'm curious. Yes. Just because I'm curious. And why not? <laughs> and you asked this question on your podcast. So I'm going to ask you, like, what yeah. do you do for fun? Like, what what is it? Um, okay. Enjoy. Yes. Oh, man. You know me well enough at this point, And also because you live with Linda, if I just say everything. <laughs> I mean, that's just the truth. It's just, I think everything's fun. But currently, what left on my best summer ever list is I get to see Hamilton this week because yeah. I'm a TPAC season ticket holder. There you go. Uh, and because that really, that's something I prioritize that really matters to me is yeah. the arts. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so in my budget, that has fit my budget for a couple of years and I love it. So I get to see Hamilton this week. 
I still have a float that is a Pegasus. Her name is Pearl, the summertime Pegasus. I have not blown her up yet. So okay, I'm not, okay, a pool means, thing that you like get on in the pool? pool? Float. Yeah, yeah, okay, pool float, right. yeah. Okay. She literally holds three adults comfortably. She is massive. And don't you know that I keep her in my truck. She is in my trunk all year long. Because you're like, you don't know when you might need a float. I keep okay. a blanket, a frisbee, and a float in my Here's truck. What's great truck about being married to an Enneagram 3 as a 7 is I will like buy the giant float and then I go, I don't yeah. know how to blow this up. And then my three over here is like, oh, I have an air pump. <clears throat> That's it. He That's exactly that right. We're in business within minutes. Listen, <laughs> male threes are one of my favorite group of people because they will take an Enneagram seven and go like, oh, you want to have fun? We're going to have the best. <laughs> this is so true. I remember reading this article about how the three seven combination is really powerful. <laughs> It's super awesome. powerful. So you need to find a yeah. three. That's what you need. Andy. I, listen, I've dated a few of them. I've gone through a few of you and it just had to have it locked it down. I mean, that's it. Your strengths and our strengths work together so beautifully. So that's what sounds fun to me. And because it's summer and it's hot outside, I grew up in Georgia and I've only lived in Georgia and Tennessee with a little stint in Scotland for a yeah. minute. Yeah. And so I love being hot. So I'm like, get me outside every day. Let's just be outside <laughs> yeah. before it gets dark and cold. And then all January, I cross stitch and watch that hilarious yeah, that's so good okay one more question because i know you got to go in a second okay. here what is the funnest thing on your desk within arm's reach probably my lipstick is what i love the most what because i'm it? just like why not we should this is bare minerals and the color is scandal get ready with that scandal but what i have on my desk in my office i'm in my podcast studio in my office i have like one of those little wooden birds that is like a thing for your brain that you can rub on. It, like real real <laughs> smooth all around so I love that. I keep a pair of sunglasses near me. I don't know. Just, never know. just in case. Just, just in case. You never know. You don't know if someone's like, get in the car. We're going to get Coke Icy's and I'm going to wish I had my you're, sunglasses. You're ready. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. I love it. All right. So I'm assuming I know the answer. How about this? What is, what would be the hardest way to go about buying this book? Oh, that's a great question. The hardest way to find a copy of Chase the Fun. Yeah, the hardest way would be to drive to a Walmart in a different city there you and go. get it from there. <laughs> so the easiest way is online or at your local Walmart or Target. The hardest way is getting in your car and passing one or two Walmarts or Targets oh, and going to the next one there you go. to I get like the book that you want. Yeah, so the That's book, awesome. I mean, the devotional is Chase the Fun, but the precursor yes. to this was That Sounds Fun, which is the same yes. name as your podcast. Uh, and so if you were someone who is the starchy kind and you need a little bit of air in your tires, I think check out either of these books. I think they're really going to help you. Annie, as you can tell, is infectious and just carries a lot in this area. So I encourage you to check all those out, check out our podcast. Annie, thank you for taking a few minutes to chat with us today. Oh, I loved it. Y'all are the best. Thanks so much for having me. We're taking our kayaks out. I'm ready. Let's do it. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.